Ashley, number two. I looked at my pay scale. You'd laugh. Because when I first started work, I was making like $9. And at the time, like I was single. I didn't have kids. I was like, anybody want my shift? Like I was like giving them away. And my husband at the time was my boyfriend. He was like, dude, you can't even pay the water bill. (laughs) I was like, but I can get you anywhere you need to go. (laughs) I'll stand by passengers. See me at the podium. Your seat is empty. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. Enjoy! All right, welcome to the Non-Rev Lounge. I'm Tyler. I'm Laura. I'm Monique. And we have Ashley back with us. Ashley! Yeah, welcome back. Aloha. So good. Thanks again for coming. Thanks for having me. I want to say something real quick and then we'll get into the show. Okay. What so is this part cut out? No, this, okay. is, this is part of the show. This is like when I tell my wife, I say, we need to talk and she gets worried. Yeah. I think it's hypocritical that airlines can be on time 80% of the time. And <laughs> that is time. amazing. But if I'm late once, I'm going to get in trouble for it. Oh, true. this is about you sleeping in the other day? Yeah. I was oh, I late. didn't know that. I woke up eight minutes before my shift started. I just, I, I, my alarm didn't go off. I said the wrong date or something. Oh, I was freaking out. I'm never late. I was like, how come they get to be on late 20% of the time? If I'm late, if I was late 20% of the time to my flights and my shifts, I'd be done. But just as a side note, doesn't Ashley's airline have the best on-time performance? Oh, not right now. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, we used to. We used to. Yeah, usually they would be. I, we do. I looked it up recently. and But we board the same planes, like the type of aircrafts, like our, our the aircrafts that we fly, they're not nearly as large as everyone else's aircraft. So you can load it pretty quick? Or? We can load it pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, you shall move. Yeah. <laughs> you have a 30 minute turnaround time for the island hoppers. Yeah. Wow, that's quick. Because, so. I mean, ours, we we factor in, like, at least a 15-minute deplaning time and then, like, a 30-minute board time. Well, and, and really on this 321, how long does that take to deplane? That's way more than 15 minutes. Yeah, it depends where it's coming from. Hawaii people are so slow. Not, so not slow. Hawaiians, I guess. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying people that are coming back from the Hawaiian Islands are very slow deplaning. Oh, really? And they forget everything because they've just been waking up yeah like, after the red eyes and i blame it on the flight attendants no you should because we're supposed to do a service an hour about out before you land and that wakes them up you give them some coffee some orange juice that's wakey wakey okay. they did on mine on coming oh, back they from Kauai to la yeah okay good. i wish there was like an automatic button that just opened all the window shades so that everyone wakes well, up. Well, there is that on the 787 uh. <laughs> yeah speaking of that your airline's getting some dreamliners have you been on one before I have not been on one before. Oh, they're amazing. You're you are going to love, love it. it. They're yeah. going to love Beautiful it. Planes. But we yeah. do have a, a first class mock-up in our corporate okay. headquarters. Have you, is there a way to apply to be on the, the your first? The like inaugural flight? The inaugural or the, where you go and where they, um, what's it called? They deliver. They deliver it to you guys. So right now the plane is in Washington and there's, there, there isn't a way to go with the, uh, 
on the flight on the with the crew that brings it back but we're hoping to do like a station tour okay when we you know when we bring it in I think so your exciting. pilots should have a flight plan where they spell out like Aloha or something like that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I know the R-Lane, the old one, the past airline we were at, they would, for the Airbuses, remember, you could like win a trip to Toulouse and then you'd fly back to, I don't know if it was probably a 3.30 at the time, but you could be like on the delivery flight coming back. So that'd be cool if they happened to talk to, when you get home, talk to people, say, hey. People want to, that'd be cool to be on that first one back. So I think on, I know that on that crew, we sent our kahu or our priest to bless the plane. Okay. Oh. And then we have our brand team and our CEO is the probably, hires, the yeah, higher, the higher, up, <laughs> the higher ups are probably going to okay. be. You need to talk to the barrel of your company. Yeah. yeah, I do. And you know what? He sits like two rows away from me. Oh, like, there you go. My CEO, at him. like <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't sit in his, in his desk. We have an open, like open office concept in our headquarters and he sits with everyone else and he needs to walk past me to go to the bathroom. So, and he's super, he, he's easy to approach. So if I have a question, like I'll corner him as soon as he gets out. <laughs> well, tell him if he wants to host us in Hawaii, our, our <laughs> podcast, we'll come out. And- we, would, we would do that. Yes. Yeah. So, Even if it's just the three of us. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're going to love the reminder though. And so in the windows that they can open mm-hmm. and close like that, it's so fun. So. Do you guys already know what the route it's going to be for? It is going to go to San Francisco. San Francisco. So it's going to go to San Francisco and then for three months. And it's because it's the shortest, it's the shortest leg from Honolulu. And then it's going to go Kahului, LA. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So we found this quiz online and we all took it and it'll find out if you're actually Hawaiian or if you're actually from California. (laughs) So Monique's going to tell it to you. Because we have to, and then the pictures you have to, because our listeners can't see the pictures, oh, you have okay. to describe the pictures. Okay. For her. So choose a sweet cookies or cake? Cookies. Choose a Hawaiian shirt. So there's either a blue one that has like island pictures and palm trees, or a black one with the yellow big flower. Blue. Choose a California city, San Francisco or Los Angeles? SFO. I like how she used the airport code. Love that. Choose another U.S. state, Alaska or Florida? Alaska. She used to work for Alaska. That's not fair. I wish we flew to, a long time ago, I think flew into Anchorage, but there's so much weight and balance issues. So that makes sense. Weren't you going to do? Alaska flies that route. Mm -hmm. Oh, Alaska. Okay. And they have a lot of weight and balance issues. Oh, really? Because we were going to connect back through Honolulu from Alaska one time. We couldn't get out of Anchorage, so we we're going to go Honolulu back to <laughs> to get home. Are you a, a morning or night person? Night. Choose a food: shaved ice or froyo. Shave ice. Choose a beach activity: surfing, laying out, beach volleyball, or swimming. I mean, okay, so they probably want you to pick pick surfing, but I'd pick volleyball just because I have two left feet. <laughs> All right. Choose a color: light yellow or light blue. Blue. Which of these is scariest to you? Bugs, closed spaces, sharks, or heights? Bugs. What was it? Close, tight, sp- tight spaces. I'd say tight spaces. It's a middle seat. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Choose a food. There's like pork. It looks like shabobs. Kebabs. Show the pictures that we okay. can try to explain a bit then. Okay. Um, avocado, to- avocado toast, pineapple pizza, or Reuben sandwiches? Pineapples don't belong on pizza. Oh, 
Is that's that, called Hawaiian pizza, and she's <laughs> Hawaiian, and that's what she says. So it's <laughs> true. <laughs> and, and you did. She got Hawaii with confetti. So you really are Hawaiian. Yay! <sighs> I was the only one that got California. And I was annoyed. I was like, "How did I get California? I don't like." I got Hawaiian too. Yeah, yeah. I don't like pineapple on my pizza. They belong in my smoothies, or they belong so with like the, sprinkled leaves. But the, the Hawaiians it. like it on there. I don't know because they call it Hawaiian style. I know because it's a pineapple. Okay, they, they're gonna, <laughs> that's why they're going to associate the pineapple with Hawaii. Okay, I like it on there, but you do. I like what your favorite type. Actually, in all honesty, I've never had it. I just, I'm just going <laughs> to say, like, but you know, that's how you feel. Yeah, that's how I feel. Those pineapple. are her feelings. But grilled pineapple is delicious. Oh, it is delicious. Is that just on the grill? No. Oh, it makes it oh. caramel. It's so really? good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have like on a burger, like where they no, grill it and they no. put it on a burger? No, pineapples belong in my Dole Whip or with lihimui on it. Okay. Cold in the fridge. With what on it? Like the, you know, have you ever seen that That's red? spice. It's like a. Like Mexican chili? It's like tahini. It's, not, it's oh, like tahini, but it's not spicy. It's Hawaiian. Oh, I would like it's it then. It's sweet and, it depends on, you can buy sweet ones, you can buy like sweet and sour ones. Yeah, you'd probably like it. They go, they sprinkle it on top of shave ice. Mm, it's so a plum that's kind of that's like it it's dry, a plum dried out and oh yummy it's a sprinkle it's like a sprinkle of happiness <laughs> <laughs> that's good did you see have you seen the stuff the the changes that staff travelers come out with recently i have what did you see they got all kinds of new updates so yeah they have new updates so one thing i would suggest to people if you don't because i know a lot of people don't is if you don't have you if you haven't been on staff over on a website other than just your phone, that go on and see that because they put all their stuff they trial it on there, and it's all this stuff they keep saying we're releasing. I'm like I've been seeing that for a long time because I do both. I mean if I'm on the road I'm going to use my phone because I want to need loads, but I'm at home I'll just pull it up just just go look at it. You'll see all the cool stuff they're adding, and they've been adding a bunch and they just added recently. Well I'll have to tell you when I get on um their their blog staff traveler blog, it's like. Madeline, she just uh, wrote that. Well, she didn't just write it. It's on there about Mor- um, Morocco. Ooh, yeah, like twenty four hours in Morocco. What? And you know, they have a lot of twenty four hours in this city. What? What? What would should you do if you have twenty four hours in this city? And I think that's fascinating. It, may, it made me want to go to Morocco. What's well, like perfect for cruise? Like crew though, Marrakesh that only has like short amount of time in each place. Yep, yep. So I mean, it's not just you can book all the stuff. They also have like it's a resource. For finding out what you want to do. Yeah. So anyway, I like that. I can read. I, I'm i going to start. My personal goal is to like read that and then do it. Yeah, that's what they've been putting on those. I actually saw that. Um, I was, was looking through their website and they have ways to get credits. One is to answer other loads. Mm-hmm. You can buy them, do the referral. And also if you give them tips on things like you can... You know how they have like reach out and tell them this is about Hawaii or oh really where do you live out Tuki yeah <laughs> things to do in Tuki <laughs> no but like yeah if you know things about things places you've been or restaurants then you can do that and I'm not sure how they give them out according to that but that's one way that you can do that because I know some people are a little nervous about giving out loads but also don't want to pay for it so that's one thing you could look into that as long as as well as referring to your friends but. And you can access that through the app too. Yeah, through the app. Because I don't think I don't actually know my login information stuff, so I I can't get to it on the website. They have help, so I mean, if you have it, you could probably reach out to them and help. And they'll help you with that. I, I know. I have a little heart by Richmond because you can favorite your favorite okay. airports. 
Yeah, I have like I have Phoenix hearted, so it just yeah, because usually that's where I'm trying to look for loads out of. One thing I love about them is just how they keep updating, they keep getting better, they keep adding things to it. They it's not just like a very like an old system that's just like basic here's loads, but it's there's so many more things they're adding to it. So and you can like use multi airline connections too. Yeah. Like if I want to take us to Charlotte and then I can't get out of Charlotte, I can take you know I can anyway. Both those options. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's way. Really, Especially for people like Ryan, that he has to Z everywhere because he's cargo. Mm-hmm. So he's Z King. He has to. So he's matching up multiple airlines. So, so Ashley, why don't you tell us how you got started in aviation? Oh, absolutely. So, after graduating from high school in Kauai, I moved over to Honolulu, which was you know the big city, right? And I went to college and studied dental science. Oh, oh really? I oh. did. I did. We have dentists that listen. They're probably very excited. So, <laughs> so I graduated from the university, worked for my husband uh, before he was my husband. And then I started actually selling for Crest and Oral-B. Oh, that's cool. Then I had a friend that worked for Alaska and she was like, hey, you know, Alaska's going to start hiring in Honolulu for part time. And I think you'd be great at it as a CSA. And I was like, yeah, why not? So I applied, I got the job and you just get this travel bug, you know, like it's not just a career, it's a lifestyle. And then when you have a family, it's not just your lifestyle, it's then everyone's lifestyle. But what happened in Hawaii was Alaska went a full contract and I stayed on with a contract vendor who was Delta Global Service. But it's just when you work for an airline, you kind of hold the airline close to your heart. And when yeah. you hire a contract vendor, your coworkers are not the same no more, right? It's just yeah. a job. It's not like they don't hold the brand. Like when I see my logo in any airport, I get butterflies in my tummy. <sighs> like when we drive away and I see them all lined up, I'm like, ah, oh, there they are. I um, love that. You have like that ownership in them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like the brand police, but not really the brand police. <laughs> but when you see your brand, and I'm sure it's like for all of you, right? When you see your brand. And I'm a much smaller carrier than you all are. So when I see my brand anywhere, it gives me butterflies. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then, uh, so I left and I was like, okay, well, um, you know, I went to school to do this, so I should probably go and scrape plaque. So I went back <laughs> to <laughs> scraping plaque and continued working for Crescent Oral-B. They didn't have a salesperson in Hawaii and it was it's really small. I mean, it's a product that you don't really have to do much selling. It sells itself. So I did it on days that I, you know, I wasn't in the office, but you kind of miss like the fumes from the jet and you miss chasing the tails and you miss you miss everything about the industry. So I had a another friend because we're in Hawaii, everyone's friends or family, uh, that worked in cargo for my airline. And so I applied and my parents weren't thrilled about it because they said, I did not send you to school (laughs) to throw boxes. And I was like, okay, correction, I don't throw boxes. I placed them nicely on a belt. (laughs) Were they not excited to get their wings back? I don't know. No. So see, that's the thing. My, my parents are born and raised and rooted on the island. So f- to get them off the island is an act of Congress. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so the only thing that gets her from Kauai to Honolulu is my son, where he'd be like, grandma, or I'd be like, hey, mom, like he's sick. I need help. I, I have a project that I need to do for work. Like I need you here today. And then she'll, she'll hop over. But to get her anywhere else, it's like, 
So she doesn't go mainla- mainland. Nope. nope. Huh. I think our last trip, I think she, we did do a Disneyland right before the pandemic. Again, the grandchild. Yes, but <laughs> it was because my son was like, Grandma, I really want you to come with us to Disneyland. So I, yeah, I started in cargo and then I thought, wow, I can't do this forever. Like, this is no good on your body. Oh, the physicality, (laughs) the the job. Right, Uh right. And so I went over to CSA, but there's just something about cargo that draws you back. And then I thought, well, I know I can't go cargo and I could do this for the rest of my life because by the time I'm like old and ready to retire, hopefully I'm like deaf and I can't hear them yelling, my customers <laughs> yelling at me <laughs> anyway. But a position in cargo sales opened up and I was like, I can do that. I yeah. can sell because all you need to do is talk. Like there's nothing else I need to do but talk. So I applied for the cargo sales position, got the cargo sales position, did it for three years and then the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I was a new kid on the block in cargo sales. My job was not compromised, but I, well, I was told my job wasn't compromised, but who's like, who's to promise, right? And so every airline started handing out these furlough letters and then these great retirement plans. Yeah. So a chunk of our agents and employees took the retirement plan, but I still wasn't convinced that I was safe, but I knew tech ops was going to be a safe environment because it would be a great time to do everything that we couldn't do all year round. So there was a buyer position in tech ops. And I was like, I can do that. I can buy and sell. It's kind of like what I'm doing now. So I went over and talked to the director and I was like, Hey, I'm interested in your buyer position. It was like a buyer slash, um, material management specialist, also like inventory. So he was like, you know, why don't you sit with the team for a while? That's a nice thing about being in a smaller organization. So I sat with the team and I was like, I can do that. I can read manuals. Well, it wasn't as easy as I thought. So these buyers and these like inventory specialists are mechanics that don't get their hands dirty. Oh. So I learned everything I needed to learn about an airplane. I mean, I could take apart an engine. I just couldn't put it back together. (laughs) But I I, like, I was, I learned how to read manuals and I learned how to, uh, learned about like higher assemblies, lower assemblies, how to read uh, the different manuals so that I knew what part I was buying and I so that I knew that the part could go on our aircraft. But I like to talk and my customers were not talkers. <laughs> and my group of like, there's my, my, the group that I worked with are, they're not like user buyers. They don't like to talk. They're like, they're very analytical. They're analytical buyers where everything is metrics and numbers and my, I had a colleague that was in cargo sales with me that went to passenger sales and she was like, you need to come my way. <laughs> so there we go again. I start moving again. And now I oversee U.S. sales, corporate sales. I'm one of three. We're broken down by industry. And what I mean by corporate sales is uh, there's organizations that I'm sure everyone has a corporate program because I hound everyone's corporate program. So I need to see, you can see how I can make mine better. Um, but it's organizations that fly on us for a business. So we're broken down by industries and I oversee retail, supply chain, and marine vessels and the stevedores. Stevedore? Stevedore. So What's that? So a stevedore would be a ramper. Oh, okay. For the marine vessels. Cool. Wow. Now we learned a new term. Yeah. Yeah. So they offload ships. Oh, that's great. Or barges. 
Stevedore. Interesting. So you're going out and you're you're getting those contracts with the so business. So I um I execute contract and I negotiate rate. Okay. Based on the revenue that they're giving us. And do you travel for that job? I do. Yes. I do. I travel a lot. Good. And do you come over here to Mainline? I was in Wenatchee a few weeks ago for a golf tournament that we sponsored. That's That counts. Yeah, very cool. That's even more so, <laughs> more fun because she did a golf tournament instead of working. Yeah. Is it kind of hard because being in Hawaii, that's a very tourist, but is it, you're looking for contracts with companies. That, right. So is that harder to get those that are cause because you're so specific? I know that your airline goes all over the mm-hmm. Asia and South Pacific. Mm-hmm. And in the States, you can say there's so many big cities, right, and, right. but you're also that's so specific. That seems like it'd be hard to get. So a lot of our organizations are traveling inter-island. They're, oh, okay. I, they're island hopping. That's what they're... But there are organizations like Safeway in Hawaii. Are you familiar with Safeway? Yeah. Safeway is owned by Albertson. Albertson is based out of San Francisco. So we get that that traffic of business. And oh. then we have a lot of cargo customers who import um, produce and they import seafood. And so in reciprocating case, those organizations in Hawaii actually travel out. So I guess I oversee Safeway. I don't know if you're familiar with Foodland. Foodland is a oh, family, food, yeah. yeah, family owned organization. I got the stamp card. Yeah, you the got sandwiches. the stamp card for the sandwiches mm-hmm. and food. So yeah, they're so good. They have good poke too. And then all the stevedores and the vessels. And the stevedores. Yeah. <laughs> so these organizations are giving us a good chunk of change. Okay. Interesting. Back to when you worked for Alaska, how long were you with them? I was with Alaska for two years. And CSA. You, you had the flight benefits? I did have the flight benefits. Could you island hop a seat or did you have to Z on those? I would have to Z on, okay. on those. And then how long were you off between then Alaska and then to your airline now? So tw- a year. Okay. It wasn't very long. It wasn't very long before I was like, I gotta have the flights I need, back. <laughs> I need the flights back. I need to. I need the jet fuel. I need. I need to go chase tails and. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. How long did you not have benefits from when I took you off until you were like, okay, I've got to have them again. <laughs> you had to bring that up. Oh, a year at most. A I year, think, yeah, at most. Of being grounded. Yeah. She's gonna be sad again. <laughs> I just just curious, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how long I could go. Like, I'm fighting almost every week, so to lose that. Okay, well, let's just say this. I was on medical leave for work yeah. for one week, and I there were places I wanted to go, and I couldn't go. Yeah. Because you can't go out. You can't travel when you're on leave. Just saying. Yeah, I know. Just yeah. immediately feels like, yeah. It does. Claustrophobic, kind of. Well, that's what my passport, I have to get it done next February expires. So we're already like, when can we have a time? Or that's not just benefits, but just like, even though I don't go to out of the country that often, it's just like, I feel like that's already like, constraining me not having a passport when i have to turn it in so and i'm too cheap to go to the like the day f1 because that's like two passports it's really not though like you're paying the same expedite fee as mailing it in as you are to go down there and get it done there's no actual extra charge to do it down in tucson look at his face oh really yeah because the expedite fee to mail it in is 60 dollars. it's a 60 dollar fee down there as well no but you don't uh, you want to pay any expedite fee. yeah i'm very cheap so Okay, well then, say goodbye to your passport for 14 <laughs> to 16 weeks. Go. That's a long time. Uh, or is that the wait day. time right now uh-huh. for your passport? It's a while, yeah. Oh. It's but, in, it didn't take well, Drew that long. He re- just redid his. I'm just trying to scare him. Drew, my go- son. You said you, you work for cargo, but during COVID, I want to know, because I remember seeing you guys, your airline flight, like LA a lot, but not necessarily from Hawaii. You guys were doing a lot of like, was it China or Japan? It was. Did it you was, have any part of that or was that part of... 
we did we did so we were bringing in a lot of ppe okay and they were coming in from china and korea just cargo planes even just, though they're your planes there are was- planes there was just no passengers on board. Did they take so, the seats out or just all no, the... Okay. So all the cargo goes under the aircraft okay. in ULDs like they would if they were passengers. But because there were no passengers on top, there was no weight restriction on the bottom. Okay. Okay. Oh, so are ULDs cans? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, they're cans. Yes, yes. Yeah. I remember thinking like, what's this plane? This is coming from Hawaii. So, but uh, yeah, I think I saw that a lot. But even there was... I mean, everyone's bringing stuff from Asia to help with that mm-hmm. stuff. So, but uh, as well, because you said you were cargo, like, oh, maybe during COVID when everything else was getting hit, maybe you weren't, your job wasn't as in big of fear of getting lost. Well, at the time, there were three sales managers in cargo and there was no need for three. Okay. We were operating not, we went from 190 daily inter-island flights to nine. Dang. Whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. I, yeah. 190 to nine. It's just shut down pretty much. Yeah. Like it was that's pretty much shut down. Shut down. It was a shutdown. Ballast that needed to go on the planes because we couldn't, like you needed the weight. Yeah. Wow. Was, we were the last state to open and we yeah. had, we were the most restrictive state as well. So we were one of those states where you needed a COVID test to come in. We needed a COVID test to go from island to island oh, at wow. some point. Wow. And it, it really like, it, it bothered me because we're still one state, right? Like you didn't need a COVID test to go from Arizona to Arizona. New Mexico. Yeah. Or like even just like Chandler to, to Zone, Goodyear. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's that's interstate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pretty. That's pretty much what we had to do. It's the longest I've gone without seeing my mom. Oh. It's my, the longest my mom went without seeing my son. Although there was FaceTime, it was like, it was a world of disconnect. I didn't realize that even in Ireland it was so. I mean, just us getting there it was always like such a hassle because it's, of the. Right. Even as a crew member, it was hassle. And if you got there, you were locked in your room for yes. days. So. Yes. So I have a really, really good friend that I made. Her son goes to school with my son, and they moved during the pandemic from DC. And so when they moved for her husband's job, they were stuck in a hotel for two weeks with twin two twin two year olds. Oh. A oh, no. seven-year-old a and a dog. <gasps> wow. Just bouncing off the walls. I'm Just sure, yeah. bouncing off the walls. But can you imagine? Like, I, I, you needed to take a test to go to the neighbor island. And the tests weren't free at the time. And then it, you had to take it. Like, there were rules. There was, like, a whole manual that you had to read. Like, okay, well, if I take the test today, like, is it valid for that day that I had to go over? And then if you said you were going to stay home. Like, so if I went and to go see my mom and I didn't take a test, I had to provide a physical address that I was going to be at. And the National Guard was actually driving around the island, knocking on the door to make sure that you were actually home. Wow. Well, so I remember like, yeah, we had to check people's, like they had to have a thing (laughs) for Hawaii that verified they had their COVID test, things like that. And I don't know exactly what it was, but I feel like there was so, like a couple going on their honeymoon. And if they didn't get on that flight, then their, it would have expired. Expired. And they yeah. were going to have to, like, it was, yeah, it was stressful. It was very stressful. And again, we scared everyone away. And really, like, after I think about it, where I'm from on Kauai, there's two hospitals with less than 10 ICU beds. Oh, wow. So if you are going to get sick, and you needed to be in the hospital, chances are they had to mad evacuate you out because we just didn't have the facilities 
or the equipment to care for these patients that were that needed the attention. Get that bad, yeah. Yeah. So working in cargo, and a question one other question I had was what is some of the craziest things that you've seen shipped or that you you know about this? Because I know underneath you never know what's underneath the planes. Yeah, you never know. And unless you've worked in the department, you'll so uh, human remains, that's something that goes back and forth all the time. Yeah. It's not the most strange thing, but it they go back and forth. I did accept an inner line. This might be so morbid, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. We did accept an inner line human remains that leaked all over our plane. Oh, no. So that's like, okay, you know, like, okay, well, when we break the rules, then that's we, what make, happens. we make a new rule. Like, we make a new... And so we don't do those inner line transfers anymore. So that put the plane out, right? But one of the... one Another thing that we transfer over is these eels from... They go from Auckland... To Honolulu, Honolulu to JFK. They're live eels. For what? You know, what the- Electricity. <laughs> Do people eat them in here? I think they eat it. It's like a sushi them. thing? It's like- a sushi thing. Okay. But, but they, they have want, to go over live. Fresh. Yeah, they want to keep it fresh. So the only reason... So I've seen it on the manifest because I've taken it to customs because we, tr- you want to have everything clear in Honolulu as a first port of entry and then, you know, forwarding on. And what happened was one day, you know, the FMC... Yeah, those big it's, loader things. Yeah, the big loader things. Yeah. yeah. So there's a way that you load the LD3 on the dolly. So the LD3 is like, it's a smaller of the cans. And if you don't put the bevel towards the towards the dolly, the FMC is going to crush the, the can. Okay. Or you have to like, they have to go down, you load the can, you drive forward, and then the FMC can go back up. Well, one day... The loader crushed the can and didn't say anything. Roger. And <laughs> and Roger. what happened was they would they would offload the pl- offload the plane and the ramp would line up our cans so that we can go ahead and do whatever we need to do with paperwork, and then we'll do the tail to tail transfer to the next flight. Well, I was headed out to go pick up the paperwork for that can, and there was eels all over the runway. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> but there were. I was like. What the heck just is like that? flopping? Yeah, they're just flopping. Oh man! Because you wanna, I I wanted to meet the plane as soon as it came down, so I could grab the paperwork, take it to customs. Like flopping, and I get to the I get to the gate where they staged the can, and the entire the can is crushed. No one says anything. You open the can, and a bunch of eels just come <gasps> falling out, and they're oh. all in coolers. But the cooler got crushed by the FMC, oh, so yes. they were just done. Like there was no trying to like recover them, putting them no. back in. Oh. No. Yeah, does the city or the airport come and clean up? Or who? Ta- yeah. oh, we clean that up. That like, you. Yeah, so you we said just, honey sushi tonight. Yeah, no, like, we picked up the eels and kind of put it in a bag, and I mean, file a huge claim and probably pay a good chunk of change. But when we explained it to like the seller, he thought it was hilarious. Like his eels were all over the runway. Any, Are they yeah. mean though? Like, were you? Did you have to be careful picking them up, or yeah. were they dead by that point? No, they were tongs. Dead. Tongs. No, I just I put gloves on and I just picked them up and like threw it in the bag. They're like snakes. Ooh, they are. They're water they snakes. Are. They're water snakes. They're disgusting. But they're mean, aren't they? They're, mean, they're right? slimy. Yeah. Ew. I don't like snakes. I, and I thought, oh, maybe this could be bait to go fishing. <laughs> Probably could. Yeah. That's, a, that's a big old fish then, right? Because how big are they? They're they're huge. Yeah. A couple feet. That's yeah. A couple feet. And then there's also um, chicks that are imported through Portland that go to the zoo in Pana Eva on the Big Island. And they become someone's food. 
are you talking about like little chickens? Day-old chicks. Mm-hmm. And they have to be day-old. That's the only chicks we'll accept. I think we've shipped some stuff too, chickens before. Like it's kind of, yeah, I haven't seen. They come on a pallet and they're just stacked. Yeah. In these little like foam, uh, not foam, but cardboard boxes. Can you hear them? You can. Oh, I bet yeah. You can. <laughs> yeah, there's probably some crazy things that come through. So cool. So you've been non-revving for a while now. I've been non-revving for a while. And we do a lot of inter, uh, island hopping, but let's hear about some of your other trips you've taken. So is it kind of, you're kind of in the middle, Hawaii's in the middle of nowhere, right? right. And so, I mean, the good thing is, is you're, you can go either direction, like mm-hmm. you can go to Asia, South. So is it kind of, is it hard? Is it a good thing? What are the pros and cons of that? And then some of your trips. So, I mean, we're stuck on an island in the middle of nowhere. When we come to the States in general, I just need to get to the States and I can figure it out from there. Okay. But when you're in Hawaii, you need to, I don't want to say be strategic on how you plan, but, and I, and I don't plan, so I'm not very good at it. Like I just kind of sometimes show up to the airport and be like, what's open today? (laughs) A straight, it's a, it's a straight shot to Japan. Yeah. It's a straight shot to all of our international locations, whereas they actually other organizations or like other cargo carriers will use Hawaii as a like, okay, we stop in Hawaii, we refuel and then we keep on going. Uh Yeah. Although there was one time where I went to Tahiti and our flight to Tahiti was full and I had to fly on United back. And so you kind of like, you fly past Hawaii all the way to San Francisco. I was like, can I just jump out here, please? And then you got to fly all the way back. So I think that's a nice, I know we're we're central. It's an easy shot to all of our international destinations. How far is it to to. some of those, like just always that we don't fly to, like Tahiti? It's only a five-hour flight from Honolulu. So shorter than from here? To it's Hawaii. shorter. Okay. Yeah. So we do Tahiti. We just started the Cook Islands. I've never seen that. I, saw, I saw that too. Yeah. It's a great non-ref flight, except it's a 321 and it's weight restricted, but oh. no one, no one's going. They're not doing a big plane there? No. Cannot. The runway's so small. Oh, okay. But you guys used to fly there. and now We, we used to fly there. Years yeah. ago. So I think that's pretty cool. So you seem like you're a big baseball family and I say you guys went to New York. So how did you plan that and how did that trip go? So on Thursday, we got a call that my son's Saturday game canceled, and I knew the Yankees are playing Boston. Okay. So we just went. <laughs> I love that. That's such a nice We had yeah. like no hotel. I don't ever book a hotel room. Yeah. I don't book a hotel room. I don't get a car until we're there because we never know where we're going to end up. Yeah. Was it your flight's pretty full or you you looked and they were good, so you just went? I will list on so my 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 kid is a great non-rev. He's super young, but I've trained him to sit anywhere if he's with me or not. He knows that if he wants to go, he's just got to take the, whatever seat is available. And it's usually the people around him that are that are nervous. So a lot of times we get on because other families won't split. But okay. my kids like peace out, mom. Like <laughs> give me my blanket and my iPad and I'll ask for juice when I need juice and I'll just go to the bathroom. So Having a kid that's able to be super independent, you score big time. So his game canceled. We've been talking about going to a Yankee game. I'm a Yankee fan. My husband loves anyone that beats the Yankees. (laughs) (laughs) And my son just thinks he needs to love the Yankees because mom loves the Yankees. So we went. I was like, okay, well, let's try. We have nothing to lose. If we don't make the flight, we don't make the flight. If we make the flight, then we'll go. Cool. So we we did a bunch of things. So our flight leaves on, we left on 
We left on Friday, got in Saturday morning. And it's a nonstop? It's a nonstop. nonstop. To JFK, cool. It's a non- nine hour nonstop to JFK. Did you get good seats? We got extra comfort seats. Ooh. So we've, oh, and he can't sit in first class till he's 10. 10? 10. Yeah, so I asked you the day what yeah. your policy was. 10. And ours is six. And I, I even, I think I mentioned every time we have a new kid, I like, I, I could have to start the clock over yeah, again. I'm, not, so. I'm never restarting that clock ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, a, that's something that we say at work. Well, congratulations. You just restarted your clock. Yeah. We flew in, got in Saturday morning, took like a quick five, 10 minute nap, like a quick snooze, got over to Katz, got a pastrami sandwich, head over to Lady Liberty got to ground zero, went back to the room, caught the game, came back to the game, next morning flew out. It was super quick. That, yeah. It was super quick. Wow. Wow. He was probably exhausted. I, I think, you know, like, you know how we talk about this is a, like a lifestyle? Yeah. It's just, it's kind of like, a, it's a lifestyle. So when we flew into Vegas, we drove out right away. So we landed at- and Took off. Yeah, we landed at what, 11? By the time we got our car- 11 at night? Yeah, 11 okay. at night. And then we drove out right away. That's cool. I remember watching the you posting stuff, and I was yeah. like, "That's cool." That's all the way to New York. So yeah, so we have a non our our longest domestic flight is actually to Boston. Yeah. It's up a little further, yeah, yep. more north. Have we used that? to have an Orlando flight. Have you done that, or Boston yet? I haven't done Boston. And then you mentioned I saw you. You went to was it French Polynesia? Yeah. So tell us about been? that because we've no we've not been right. You haven't been. Okay, I know you so- you haven't been in the states really. So, <laughs> so you need a passport. Check. <laughs> they use Pacific francs. Okay. They use francs. Francs. What so is that? That's their their their, oh, their currency. Okay. Their currency okay. Yeah. People ask like, why do you want to go to Tahiti? Like, you live in Hawaii. Yeah. Well, it's different, right? Tahiti is made up of archipelagos, so the water, like everything, is in a bay. So the water is pristine. The people are so nice, but really. Tahiti people, when you look at Tahiti, you think of the overwater bungalows. That's all you think about. That is true. That's yeah. what, the, um, yeah. Like you Bora think, Bora. Yeah, you think of Bora Bora, the Maldives, and things like that. You think of the pearls. Well, you need to like explore outside of those, of the bungalows. You need to go to the outer islands and write, you know what? And like, to be in all honest, like Tahiti's dirty. Oh. oh. It's kind of the ghetto. Oh. But it's the islands on the outside of Tahiti that actually make. So the blue water you see, that's not in Tahiti. Okay. That's in Morea. Okay. Which is a 10 minute boat ride over. And the boat goes back and forth. There's no school in Morea. There's no high school in Morea. So the kids actually commute to go to school in Tahiti. Oh, wow. Oh, really? (laughs) Mm hmm. Wow. It's kind of cool. How was the the cost? It's expensive in Hawaii. Yeah. So I didn't see any price difference the only thing is that hard liquor is expensive in tahiti so bring in whatever you're legally able to bring in but you can get great wine because the wine comes from france and they kind of look like us in hawaii but they speak french oh that's funny so what kind of things did you do when you're there so we did everything i didn't pay for any oh i paid for one tour we drove we rented a car and we drove around the island and we did waterfalls and we stopped at certain beaches. And the thing about Tahiti is they don't have addresses. Like <laughs> they kind of give you directions. So it's a good thing I'm from Hawaii and I can do that. But we hit the marché or the or the open market. That's where you would go to get your pearls. So 
in Hawaii, you would go to like international marketplace and get totally ripped off. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like that in Tahiti. It really wasn't. They were extremely nice. They were extremely generous. They're extremely thankful that we were there. So we fly into Tahiti once a week. I would recommend, so everything on Sunday is closed, kind of oh. like Le'ie. Oh, yeah. If you're going to go to the market, you have to go early because they shut down early. But that's where you want to go and get the pearls because that's where you're going to get the cheapest, best. Okay. And then we caught the, uh, we drove around the island. It took two hours. That's it. Two hours for the whole thing? For the whole thing. Very cool. Wow. Two hours to drive around in the entire island. And then we caught a, um, a ferry boat over to Mo'oreo where we spent the rest of our vacation. And if you want to do much of nothing and relax on the beach, that's exactly where you should go. So there we swam with manta rays. Oh, cool. And we swam with sharks. And we swam with eels, the freshwater eels. I have this thing for eels. Well, freshwater eels, I learned that freshwater eels don't have teeth. Oh, okay. Less scary. Less less scary. And they're not afraid, so they get really close to you, so... So there, it was freshwater there, though? Mm-hmm. So this is part of this other... It's part of... So it, the freshwater eel swimming thing was in like in a, on a hike that someone told us to go and check out. So we went to go check out. It's called the Vima. And we were able to, um, you know, go swim in the freshwater and swim with the eels. But the manta rays and the sharks were actually part of a tour. And they, they're not afraid either. They'll come super close to you. And are actually, they like uh, the black tip sharks? They the are, reef sharks? No, they are white tip sharks. Are those ones the They're not the ones that, ones? Well, I think in everywhere else but Tahiti, they would eat you alive. Oh. Do they brush up against you? They do. Oh, that's cool. So they, they ask you if you want, like if they put like food on your shoulders. I'm, I'm so, I'm about that. Yeah. The manta ray will come and give you a hug from behind because oh. their mouth is underneath, right? See, like they're the, kind of like a flounder. In the day, I would like that. With the, not no sharks. So the manta rays, yes. Giving you a hug. Yeah. The sharks. They, oh, they, they come together, though. <laughs> <laughs> One comes with the other. Yeah. Yes. Nope. Yes. Oh, but it. it's it's um it's hot and humid. Okay. All year round. All year round. So when we when we got there, like every time we got back into the car after doing something, like another piece of clothing came off. <laughs> and so by the end of our trip around the island, I just had a bikini on because it was so hot. Wow. Like, that's it took, hot. It took that long for the car to even cool down. Like even with the AC on, it was just worth like leaving your windows down and driving really fast. Is there a better time of year? No, it's, it's all the time. Okay, okay. So it's polar t- opposite though to Hawaii. Well, to it's polar. Our seasons are polar opposite. Is the other side of the equator then? Yeah. Okay, so it's just so when you took your your car on the ferry over there, did you have a hotel set up? So we had an Airbnb. Okay. okay. So I when I take my when I take my kiddo to places that we're not familiar with. I try to bring things that I can cook for him, okay. things that are allowed in the country. So musubis are disgusting to a lot of people, the spam musubis. Mm. So <laughs> not, a people, not a lot of people like it. It's like a salty piece of processed meat that goes with rice and nodi. Um, oh, I, I make a spam bake that's delicious. Oh, yeah? My, it's one of my family's favorites. Yeah. <laughs> so... It's something that I can feed him, something I don't have to worry about. That he'll eat. That he'll eat. So I like to get an Airbnb so that I can make lunch on the go. That's a good idea. If it's something that... And he's eight years old and he runs around. And if we're in a hotel room, we're probably going to get kicked out. So... (laughs) (laughs) And really, the Airbnbs in Morea are amazing. 
Morea has one road that goes right around and all the homes are on the water. So the likelihood of you having like the ocean as your backyard is very high. So my husband loves to fish. So he was just like casting out from our lanai. You oh, could, from the lanai. Yeah, from the lanai. You could cast your pole out from the lanai. You could jump off of your balcony. It was just such no, an amazing awesome. it does. Yeah. experience. And really getting to know the culture and the people were were huge it was i have so much more respect for french polynesia there's so much more than you know the overwater bungalows we stayed there once and i probably won't do it again because a lot of these chains are i mean it's the hyatt yeah it's intercontinental but then these airbnbs that's somebody's that's like that's somebody's well-being yeah so i i'm huge on supporting local economies when i travel so I, I, don't, I don't normally hit like the Starbucks or the Dunkin' Donuts or the huge food chains. You're like uh, me, yeah. Yeah, I'll go find the small mom and pop store on the side of the road. Like I like the taco truck out of Sky Harbor. I don't even know what it's called, but it looks like an old Matson container and it's open 24 <laughs> hours. It's right by the airport. Like I, we hit them up all the time. So when you land a mail, you don't go to Krispy Kreme right away? No, I don't. I don't <laughs> ever go to Krispy Kreme. <sighs> That's smart. KK. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting. Our, like you said, we're in the same country, but our networks are so different. Like Absolutely. the places that you go, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's so cool if we flew some of those places. <laughs> Luckily, we, with the Zed Ferris, we can get to Hawaii and then hop on you guys, or mm-hmm. you guys can do the same. We asked um, on Instagram some tips for Hawaii. So let's go through those. I'll read these ones while you guys think of your own and respond to these. And then you will hopefully each leave some tips since you're from Hawaii. Okay, awesome. Back to Hawaii, and then we'll close it up. All right, the first one says, if you're going to Maui, uh, Trilogy Boat Tours are hands down the best. Full day lanai trip. So go check out Trilogy Boat Tours. Fun. I'm not sure where they're out of it. I've never been to lanai, and I've always wanted to go. I looked at going to Molokai for my honeymoon. But it was logistically there was there's almost nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it sounded like it was going to be kind of a pain to do it. Have you been to all the islands, all those, all those Molokai and little, I have, yeah. I have. As I want, I Very haven't cool. either. But the, it's harder. The the ferries were expensive. It was cheaper at one time to fly your airline before you stopped go to Honolulu. But there's so still what, a, what a lot of people used to do was they would take the ferry over to Maui. Okay. Because the ferry was a lot more reliable than Southern. Oh really. But they can't do the ferry now because it's not operating. Yeah. All right. This one says, join the Maui and Kauai Facebook page where tourists pass along stuff like food and toys. So like, I, I asked him, it was uh, uh, Brian that we met in Dallas. And, but he, he said that tourists that are leaving, will they buy stuff. They'll just pass it along to you. So if you're going to Maui or Kauai. Oh, you mean like beach chairs? Like beach or chairs, like yeah. cases of water. And yeah, board, that kind of boards, stuff. Boards, boards, you know. Boogie boards. Boogie boards. Yeah, because oh. people Umbrellas. take us home and probably just throw them away. Oh, they leave it at the airport. Oh. We have a ton at the BSO. Oh, really? So if you just went to your BSO and said, I forgot this, they'd be like, which one was it? <laughs> no, I don't think they would do that. But we used to donate it to, to Goodwill. Okay. Oh, that's probably a good idea. That's a good, that's a good tip right there. Go to Goodwill yeah. to buy your stuff. Go to Goodwill. Yeah. Go to Goodwill. Uh, one was bring a pen. Oh, that's agriculture. Awful. Yeah, <laughs> we don't we don't get pencils out on ours. No, we don't like, give out pens. Like there's this like there's whole spew like the state of Hawaii requires that all passengers entering the state fill out the state agriculture form. Unfortunately, they don't give us pencils, pens, and pencils. So please be kind to your neighbor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and share if you can. Monique says, "Don't go to Honolulu." That was her tip. <laughs> <laughs> and always bring a blanket for the flight. Yeah, the planes are always so cold. That's at, good. At that's night, good. You, 
you freeze. Do you guys give blankets at night? We give blankets at night. No. <laughs> Not anymore. Not Unless any you're in like a, the play flat seats. I think they got the whole. Our, our first class still has blanket and pillow. Okay. And the main cabin doesn't anymore. Want to fly out of Phoenix, San Jose, or any small West Coast airport to avoid the big LAX and SFO in Seattle. And then it said Highland Hop, which I think is a good one. I think Highland Hopping, like we mentioned, those airlines, you guys airlines, you guys fly so many times, mm-hmm. especially to Honolulu, and then, but even to the other islands. So, if you could, if your flight doesn't where you're going doesn't look good, just look at the other islands and get there, and then there's going to be another one. Just get on South Traveler and look, and there's tons. There's tons. Yeah. There's tons. I I'd say you're. Uh, I mean, I do the same too. If I can't get to, we used to have a Phoenix Kahului flight. That wasn't the most popular. On a 321? On a 321. Yeah. So if I couldn't get, if we couldn't get from Phoenix to Honolulu, we do Phoenix to... Do it there and then... To Kahului. Yeah. Yep. And then when my son was up in Prescott, United had a flight uh, that went from Prescott Airport to LA. Okay. And it was a perfect connection time to get wow. him from um, Honolulu, sorry, LA t- to Honolulu on us. That was before they moved us to Bradley, though. Oh, okay. So now that we're at Bradley, it's... Um, Middle of nowhere. You yeah. can't run. You can't run. You can't run. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to have to save that extra time. But, you know, it was I, we felt a lot better getting him directly into Prescott than having him catch the school, the well, the Prescott shuttle. Uh, Mama's Fish House, you mentioned that one. Well, those are good ones. What else do you guys have? Tips and trips. Be extremely flexible. Like have a backup plan. Have a A, B, and yeah. C plan. And you know it's an all-nighter coming back. So yeah. plan accordingly with what you're wearing, like a track suit, you know, long sleeves, flannel. Socks. I think because a lot of times that's it. I would be so used to just wearing my flip-flops over there that I wouldn't really have socks. And then I'd always bring socks to put on for the flight home because some reason just having your feet covered makes you a lot warmer. Um, a lot of times we'll take the things that are expensive. Like we'll take a cooler because we want a cooler for the beach. Check it, yeah. and then we'll bring like a loaf of bread over there. Is so much more expensive than here, and a few things like that. That so we'll do that sometimes when we go to Hawaii. Yeah, and we've taken like laundry detergent in there, so we oh, just yeah. already have it at the Airbnb. Yeah, and it, sometimes they don't like that. They they're like, "What is this?" Or we'll get a little oh, yeah. flyer thing from TSA saying they looked at it. Wonder if we're bringing a whole thing of like drugs in in our yeah. cooler. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, so. it's just tied. That's not a bad idea. The cooler. We pack. Yeah. A, I pack a cooler all the time. Yeah, As our cooler has all of the agricultural stickers on it. That was like our. It's almost like a stamp of yeah, like yeah. in a passport kind of. Even Katie said she was wishing that we would have brought it so we could get a Kauai one because she hadn't been to Kauai yet. Oh really? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if they're different. She goes, No, they are. And I go, Okay. I know they're for colors. Like the, the island name on it. Yeah. it. The colors change often. Yeah. But the, the island name is on the sticker. On the sticker, okay. So, all right. Anything else? Any other trips, tips? Well, just wear clothes. <laughs> but you actually, like to go places that don't, though. <laughs> One of my favorite things about Hawaii oh, huh. is it feels like clothes are a little bit optional. Guys don't wear shirts. So, my husband wears slacks and an aloha shirt to work. Like, he doesn't wear scrubs to the office. Oh, really? <laughs> but his shirt doesn't go on until he gets to work. He'll drive without a shirt on. He'll drive without a shirt on. Yeah, it's it's a normal thing to do. Well, that's my wife too, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> Phoenix. No. Cl- clothing is very minimum in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so a pen, a blanket, and we're... We're close. We're something warm on the plane. And go have fun. Mm-hmm. Enjoy, enjoy lots it. of water. Yeah. Sounds so nice. All right, well, thank you again for coming thank and joining us Ashley. all the way from Hawaii. Thank you for having me. It's been me. so much fun. Mahalo.
and we'll have to come out and say hello when we come out to you. Yeah, hello, absolutely. And I think, yeah, it'd be fun to do that. If your husband's willing to take us on the boat, that'd be awesome. That'd be oh, so yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, but, that would uh, be cool. Yeah, thank you. And uh, everyone, stay safe. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 600,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. Well, yeah, it's got, you blend in with the class you're flying. Oh, that's the, that's the same wording that we use. Please dress like class appropriate. Oh, that's good. When, when I'm flying business, it's going to be a long way. And so I want to be comfortable anyways. Not like I want to trash you, but I want to be like, oh, you should wear pants. Sweat. Pants should be worn. Dress wants, pants? But he wants tearaways. Oh, yeah. Quick release. Need something harder than water? Grey Goose. Do you know what I tried recently that was super good? Was orange juice with vanilla vodka. So it's like oh, a screwdriver. but it taste like, a, like, like an, an orange juice? An orange Julius. Yeah. Yes. Put that on shave ice. Yes. That was delicious. Excuse me. Okay, yeah. And so we had to, I live in Honolulu, and it's probably not far for everyone else. But we're on an island, so anything more than 30 minutes is an act of Congress for us to drive to. <laughs> I don't pass Elliott Street. So Elliott Street is the street at the end of the airport. If I pass that street, I'm on an airplane taxiing down the runway. <laughs> my, the friends, my friends know not to invite me if they're going to go past Elliott Street. But we drove all the way to Laie, to North Shore, to get my son's passport. Because that was the only office that could take us right away. Sorry, did you start out at 375? I started at 12,000 a year. So $1,000 a month. When you were cross trained? Like, the, uh-huh, when I was cross trained. When you were working on the ramp, too? Uh-huh. Okay. So it didn't really matter where you were. They didn't do the hours the way they are now. Oh. What if you could you give away shifts or you had to work oh, yeah. that amount? Okay. Yeah. But you still made 1,000? Yeah, only 1,000. It, it was actually less than that. Be- well, no, it was 12,9. We started, but 9,000 went to stock because you had to buy stock. Interesting. It wasn't really very much. I think I made three hundred dollars a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like mine. Yeah, three three thirty three or something. Oh. Don't forget to send me that eel picture. I will send you that eel picture. Is it? Were you security. holding them? Like no, I wasn't holding them in a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually hold one in uniform just to show my boss, and he was like, "Could have been customs holding it. It could have been customs. It could have been. I mean, airport security. It could have been anyone." Are you, when is your guys's like priority based on seniority or check in time? Seniority. Is your seniority? Check in. Not anymore. We're check in time right now. What? I'd I'd lose every single time. So you can give your entire life blood, sweat, and tears and get on after someone that got hired yesterday? That's her. You could get on after their kid who isn't flying with them. Yeah, when my kid's non rev. But now, yeah, like Laura, who has tons of years, right? Lots of seniority. Like my kid could check in before her and get on before her. Yeah. Oh my. There's pros and there's pros and cons to both. There is there is pros and cons of of both. No one retires in my organization. That's the thing. Right. So prior to pandemic, you had people that were celebrating like 55 years of service. <laughs> like, I think our number one, our the flight attendant, like has number one seniority in our entire organization, has 65 years. Wow, that's not gonna be. Do me. they do? I, <laughs> Island hopping, so they could be home every day, or do they do long haul? I don't think she does. I think or she, nothing. <laughs> I think she sits on the couch, that you know, the couch, 
and they board. So this is how we have an on-time departure. We have a crew that will board the aircraft so that we have min crew on board and they get off and then the crew arrives and they leave. Okay. Instead of waiting for the crew to hop from flight yeah. to flight. Oh, that's that's brilliant. She never leaves the airport then. She just goes and like, mm-hmm. she's like a gate agent, but she's trained as flight <laughs> yeah. so she's just be- a constant hot. Yeah. Yeah. 